This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. Today's Shir will deal with the topic of Rosh Chodesh. Our general topic this year has been Moadei Yisrael. Is Rosh Chodesh really considered a Moed? The Torah in Parshas Emor has what, what was sometimes called Parashat HaMoadot. All the holidays are mentioned in, in Parashat Emor. And there, of course, you have no mention whatsoever of Rosh Chodesh. It seems that Rosh Chodesh is not included in the Moados. In Parshas Ba'aloscha, when the Torah talks about the mitzvah of blowing the shofar, the chatzotzra, the Pasuk says, Uviyom simchatchem, uvmoadechem, uvrashechotchechem, utkatem bachatzotzrot al olotechem ba'alzivcheshalmechem. Now the Pasuk, Uviyom simchatchem, the words Uviyom simchatchem are rather problematic. What day does that refer to? On one hand, to say that it refers to Yom Tov seems to be superfluous because the next words say Uvamoadechem on your Yom Tov. So Uvyom Simchatchem has a discussion in Halacha what days it refers to. Some people say it refers to Shabbos. And that would imply that Shabbos is also a day of Simcha. In any case, Uvyom Simchatchem Uvmoadechem are clearly delineated, one as Yom Simcha, and then it says, Although some people tried to bring a proof from here that Yom Tov, that Rosh Chodesh is included in Moadot, it seems the Pasuk says exactly the opposite. There is a concept of Yom Simcha. There's also a concept of Moadechem, a concept of Yom Tov. seems to be neither a day of Simcha nor a day of, of Moad. But there is a halacha of Rosh Chodesh, namely, that you blow the chatzotzra when you bring the carbon. And of course, the main mention of Parshat Rosh Chodesh, of the dinim of Rosh Chodesh in the Torah, are mentioned in Parshat Pinchas. There, when the Torah talks about the karbanos in general, it talks about the karbanos of Rosh Chodesh as well. And it's interesting to note that the parsha of Rosh Chodesh is included between Shabbos and Moadot. You talk about the Karbanos, and it says there, Uviyama Shabbat, you bring this Karban, Rosh Chodesh comes immediately afterwards, you bring another Karban, and afterwards they begin with the, with the Karbanos of Chagim as Pesach, etc. Now, when the Torah says the dinim of Rosh Chodesh only in the parshas of Moadot, it see it only in the Pasha Pinchas, as opposed to Pasha Samoados and Emar, it seems that Rosh Chodesh is not considered a Moed. In fact, there's no special significance to Rosh Chodesh except for the fact that you bring special Karbanos. It should be noted that one of the Karbanos of Rosh Chodesh is the Sir Izimechad Lechatos. You bring a special Chatos on Rosh Chodesh and Perhaps we'll have time to talk about the reason for the chatas and the concept of bringing a chatas on Rosh Chodesh. But the 
right now we'll talk only about the fact that Rosh Chodesh seems to be none, not a day of Moed at all in the Torah. It is a day of special karbanos, including the siachatas, but that's it. There are no other dinim at all of Rosh Chodesh. This farno on the pasuk of over Shechem brings a very interesting idea. When the Torah talks about over Yom Shabbos, it says the day of Shabbos. When it talks about Pesach, it says on the day of Chodesh Rishon Rabbasa on the fourteenth. On all the other days, it mentions the day. Now, when we mention Rosh Chodesh, it should have said, Uva Rosh Chodesh. Like, it doesn't say, Shabtotechem, your Shabbatot, it says, Un Shabbos. Uva Rashechachechem, it says, Un your Rosh Chodesh. If you would have asked me to note this point, I might have suggested a Pshat. Why does the Torah say, Uva Rashechachechem? Because Rosh Chodesh depends upon us. It is also true that the other Chagim depend upon the Kviyas of Rosh Chodesh, but the essence of the Kviyas, of course, is Rosh Chodesh. And the Torah says of Rosh Chodeshem, on your Rosh Chodesh, namely the day that you appoint Rosh Chodesh. We know that originally Rosh Chodesh was declared by the Bezdin when the Edim came, the witnesses came who saw the new moon. They came and reported to Bezdin. Bezdin announced Mekudash, Mekudash. They announced the new month, and we also know that Bezdin has the right to declare Rosh Chodesh as they see fit. Whenever they wish to declare Rosh Chodesh, and we, it, it is Rosh Chodesh, and we very well know the famous uh, Gemara, Atem Afilu Shogigim, and some say Atem Afilu Mezidim. If Bezdin it seems to be incorrect, Bishogeg, unintentionally, or perhaps it's true even b'mezid, but nevertheless the kviyas of Rosh Chodesh, the designation of Rosh Chodesh, is up to Bezdin. So, although this is not the topic that we are going to go into today, this could be the pshad of a Rosh on your Rosh Chodesh, the day that you designate Rosh Chodesh. However, the Sfarno has a very interesting perush. And he says, Hinei yom Rosh Chodesh hayam minhag Yisrael yom Kodesh. It seems from the Sfarno that inherently there's no din of Kedusha on Rosh Chodesh. But there was a Minag Yisrael that to treat it as a Yom Kodesh. And he brings a proof from the famous incident with Yonasan and David where he said, You hid there on the day of Ma'aseh, which seems to imply that there are days that are Yom Ma'aseh, as opposed to the Rosh Chodesh. Of course, that the story there, which we all know because we read the Haftorah, Every time Rosh Chodesh is on Sunday, we read the the the, the Haftorah of Machar Chodesh, and it seems that Machar Chodesh, the day of Rosh Chodesh, is not Yom HaMaaseh, is not the day of Malacha. So he says, "Veze Yoreh Sheloaya Yom Rosh Chodesh Etzlam Yom Maaseh. This implies that there was no Malacha done. Now the Sefarno obviously thinks 
that the Torah never mentioned the word that there can't be melacha on Rosh Chodesh. The Torah talked about an Easter melacha on Moadals in Parshas Amar. Anything that's not included in Parshas Amar seems to be muta b'melacha. But we know, we see from the story in Tanakh, v'nistarta sham b'yom and in fact, one of the Targumim says, b'yom chol, as opposed to uh, Rosh Chodesh. So it seems that there is at least a minig of the people not to do melacha. This, of course, is reflected in halacha, but a little bit of a complicated point. The Gemara in Megillah, Dafchav Beis Amit Beis, discusses the amount of aliyos that you give on every time we read the Torah. Of course, we know that normally on Mondays and Thursdays, Shabbos at Mincha, we have three aliyos. There are days that we have four aliyahs, some days five, some days six, one day six, and on Shabbos, of course, seven. So the Mishnah, the Gemara there gives a principle. Zaklau. Kol sheyeshbo bito molacha lo'am kegon ta'anisibur v'tishabav koim gimel. A day that you, people would be held back from going to work, then we only read three aliyahs. Not to disturb the productivity of the people who go to work. And the, the example of the day that there's no bitl malach, that there is bitl malach, that people do go to work, uh, is uh, Tishabav and uh, other fast days. We discussed in last week's shir the fact that Tishabav is really mutab malach, that you're allowed to do malach on Tishabav. But now, then the Gemara says, she'en bo bitl malach, a day that it would not interfere with people so much to stay a little longer in shul because it's not considered bitul malacha. Now, today we're not going to talk about chalamoed, but here the Gemara seems to say that Rosh Chodesh is a day where you could stay longer in shul because it, people don't go to work anyway. Rashi and Tosas both point out that this is simply problematic factually. Because Rosh Chodesh, as Rashi says distinctly, It's not uh, considered a day of really Yisra Melacha. There is a custom that women don't do Melacha. But men do Melacha. And Tosus points out, the Gemara in Chagiga, Daf Yudches says, Rosh Chodesh says, Rosh Chodesh is a day so Tosus points out that although there's a Musaf on Rosh Chodesh, you're allowed to do Malacha. Tosus answers, you're allowed, men are allowed to do Malacha, but women are forbidden to do Malacha, and he gives reasons which we won't go into now, why women uh, do not do Malacha on Chalamoid. Interestingly enough, if we will discuss in general what Rosh Chodesh today is, it seems to me that the common practice is Rosh Chodesh is almost completely ignored. Of course, we go to shul and we say the extra tefillah, so we say yalav yavo. But in terms of celebrating the day, or even thinking about a day of, of whatever is unusual about the day, it seems to me that it's generally ignored. However, it seems to me from uh, various reading on the internet 
and uh, articles that have been written recently, it seems that in America spe- specifically, there's been some sort of an awakening of women to the fact that Rosh Chodesh seems to be a special day of significance for women and appropriate uh, celebrations for women have been suggested in America. The concept of Isra Melacha seems to be at least in the Mishnah, in the Gemarin Chagiga mentioned that it's Mutab Melacha, but nevertheless, in terms of Aliyos, we see that it's not considered a day of Bit Melacha because people didn't go to work anyway. So it very well could be that there was a custom, although not to do Melacha, although Mitzar Adin, of course you're allowed to do Melacha on on uh, Rosh Chodesh. The Shagas Aryeh suggested an interesting uh, idea that he said, since there's a special carbon, when you bring a special carbon, when you bring a carbon, every time you bring a carbon should be a type of a yomta for you. And on that day, you should not, really not do malacha. We discussed this also in a recent shear when I mentioned the concept of carbon etzim. On Tu Ba'av, when the people brought this special uh, offering, where they brought the trees to be used for the bur- for the burning of the fires in the, in the, on the Mizbeach. So it was considered a Yom Tov. A day that a person brings a carbon, you have a Yom Tov. So he says, really, you should always have a Yom Tov the day you bring, mal- you bring a carbon, And therefore, you should not do Malacha. But then, of course, he asked the question, that really, you should never do Malacha, because every day in the Beis HaMikdash, there's a carbon Tamid. So he says, that, that of course is impossible. The Torah told us, the Torah said that in normal life, people can go to work. So the Shagasai said, on every daily, daily level, although we could have thought that it should be Asa but normal life tells me that we do a normal amount of Malacha, but on a day that you bring a special carbon, like on uh, Rosh Chodesh, then it would be appropriate to have an Isa Malacha. So although the Torah did not mention a word about Malacha, we see at least some sort of an issue of the minekaam not to do malacha, v'nestarta sham b'yamamaseh, as opposed to Rosh Chodesh, which apparently was not a yamamaseh. We also saw that the problem of aliyos implies that there was some sort of Easter malacha, although perhaps it was relegated only to women. The Pirkei de Rebelezer mentions that there is an Isra Malacha for women, and the Avudram gives additional reasons, but it seems that it is a, a, a real minig. The, um, the reason for the minig, as I said, we won't go into today, but it does seem to be a minig, at least for women, not to do Malacha, perhaps all types of Malacha, perhaps a limited amount of Malacha, but according to the strict laws of the Torah, there did not seem to be any Yisimalacha. So the Svarna pointed out, means that even though the Torah did not give specific dimensions of how to celebrate Rosh Chodesh, somehow the people accepted it and continued laws of Yom Tov, at least some partial laws in Yom Tov, on Rosh Chodesh, and celebrated the day We've discussed so far only one part of the day, namely in Isra Malacha. But we can find other laws that also seem to have been accepted by the general community on Rosh Chodesh as well.
One of them we find, interestingly enough, from the story in Tanakh about the that woman who went to visit the Navi. And they said to her, why do you go to see the Navi? It's not Rosh Chodesh and it's not Shabbos. Now, although some people interpret there the word Chodesh referring to Rosh Hashanah, the simple meaning of the word is Un Chodesh. So it seems that there was an, a custom of people to go to visit their Rav every Rosh Chodesh and every Shabbat. And this custom was not only for men, it was obviously a custom for women as well. Why are you going to him? Apparently, if it would be Chodesh and Shabbos, it would be self-understood that you would go to see the Navi. Now, the halacha, if there is such halacha, of visiting the Rav, is famous in the Gemara, Chayav Adam, Levakir, it's Rabbo Beregel. There's a din, that a person should visit his Rav on Yantif, on Now, a long time ago, I gave a shiur, which you can check on the index of shiurim on the KMTT, about visiting the Rav on specific times. The Magin Avram in Simon Shin Aleph relates to our minig as well. The, the Shulchan Aruch there rules certain kula for a person on Shabbos who's walking Lidvar Mitzvah. Even though something should be usher mid Rabbanan, but if a person is walking to visit his Rav on, on Shabbos, so it's considered Halicha Lidvar Mitzvah. So since it's considered Halicha Lidvar Mitzvah, we allowed him to do this problematic issue. Magan Avram points out, but the Gemara doesn't say it's a mitzvah to visit your Rav on Shabbos. There's such an idea of visiting your Rav on, on Yom Tov. So the Magen Avram says, on Yom Tov, it seems to be a real obligation. But nevertheless, it's a mitzvah to visit your Rav on Shabbos and on Rosh Chodesh. And he quotes our Pasuk, So again, According to Sfarno means, it's your Rosh Chodesh, you determine what to do, you have your, your customs. So we've seen already two customs that seem to have applied by, the, be applied by the community on Rosh Chodesh, namely one, Isra Malacha, and the second is Bikrei Tzvaharav. A third custom that you also see based on Tanakh, and then you see, also rooted in halacha, is a custom of Sudas Rosh Chodesh. Now, in the time when they were Mekadesh, the Chodesh al when the Edim used to come to Bezdin, and the Bezdin wanted the Edim to come, then they really did make a, a party. When the Edim came, they made a Suda, and that Suda is described in halacha, and of course, the Rambam codifies it, that it is a real minig of Suda. The, the uh, sources that uh, discuss the Suda really have 
rather lengthy discussions of what the Suda actually included. For example, in Masecha Selfrim, there is a, a real description of the Suda of Rosh Chodesh. And they talk about the fact that people got together, many people, and they made a uh, a Suda in Perak Tishasa, the 19th Perak of Masecha Sofrim, Halacha Tes, it says, Yashvu Chabur Shalzkeinim, and he quotes so other people, the seems to be some of the ministers, the officers, Shal Talmidim, and they used to get together, and he even discusses special brachas, you say, drinking wine. It seems to be that it was a real custom, and the Ramam codifies that in the, the time that they really had Kiddush HaChodesh HaPiriya, so you had a, a real din of Suda, the Rambam in Hilchus Kiddush HaChodesh, Paragimel Allah Zayin, says, Osim Suda and he talks that you should have a minion at the Suda, you should have a, you should eat bread, and you should, uh, and this is considered a Suda's mitzvah. Now, of course, we know, again, from that story of David and Yonasan, that Hamelech Shaul made a Suda in Rosh Chodesh, and David was absent. And they asked, why was David not there? So they said, it's a Zevach Mishpacha. He went to his family. So it really seems that going to your family to have a Suda with your family is actually part of Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh really is a din of Suda. Now again, I can't find a source for this in, in Chumash, but it seems this was a popular way of understanding of a custom of Suda's Rosh Chodesh. And it was really done perhaps a Zevach Mishpacha, but it seems it was done even after the time of the Kiddush HaChodesh Al-Piri'iyah. Very briefly, we'll note that a special simon is the, is dedicated to this in the Shulchan Aruch. Now, in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Tav Yud Ches, there's a halacha about fasting in Rosh Chodesh. Now, without going into the details of fasting in Rosh Chodesh, let's just quote the next simon. Simon Tafiotes, I haven't checked carefully, but it could be that this is the shortest simon in the entire Shulchan Aruch. In Simon Tafiotes, the entire simon of the Shulchan Aruch has five words. Mitzvah laharbos besudas Rosh Chodesh. There's a special mitzvah to have a bigger sudas Rosh Chodesh, which means to eat more than usual, to, to designate something specifically for food. My wife has said many times that it seems that I know all the special halachas of to, to do to deal with eating. Whenever the Shulchan Aruch has any mention whatsoever that it's a good idea to have an extra suda, somehow not only do I know this halacha, but I try to implement it halacha lemaisa. The Shulchan Aruch says laharbos besuda. So the Mishnah Brura has a longer discussion, much longer of this. Then the text of the Shulchan Aruch. The, the Mishnah Bura discusses that really you don't have to have a meal on Rosh Chodesh. It doesn't have to be a meal that you have to bench for. And you can just eat something specific. But nevertheless, it is proper to 
spend more for Sudas Rosh Chodesh? And he says, Hamotzi Asudas Rosh Chodesh for Ocha Veshosa Bebetov Harez Meshubach. In fact, he quotes a psikta that says that Mezonosav Shel Adam Ketsuvim Lo Me Rosh Hashana Ad Rosh Chodesh Chutz Meshemotzi B'Shabbos Zviyom Tem Rosh Chodesh V'Chlamoi. Now, in the psikta, they quote a very famous Gemara that we know from Maseches Beitza, but with a slight difference. In the Gemara in Maseches Beitza, it says a, pe- a person's budget for the year is determined from Rosh Hashanah, except somehow out of the budget, Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives him extra what he spends for Shabbos, for Yantif. But in the Psikta, besides Shabbos and Yantif, it mentioned Rosh Chodesh also. So it seems that the Psikta at least thinks that Suda's Rosh Chodesh is included in the concept of Suda like Shabbos and Yantif. Some people maintain this is a machlokas between the Bavli and perhaps the Yerushalmi tradition. In the Bavli tradition, there was no Suda's Rosh Chodesh, but nevertheless, we see clearly in the Psikta, and again, Shulchan Aruch does rule in, in accordance with this idea that there's a special significance to Suda's Rosh Chodesh. The Mishnabura also quotes a another custom that they used to bring on Rosh Chodesh some sort of an extra gift for the Rebbe. Mashatinokos molichin leves rabban imosif mosifim lo vimpoches pochasim lo. Somehow the, the students used to come to the Rebbe and bring him some sort of a gift on Rosh Chodesh, and again that would be considered extra to the budget of the year. The Mishnabura really goes on to say, "This is Anu Noagim Lishloach Ediatinokas Mal Shabbos Chodesh LeRabban VeEn Levatel Haminik." He quotes that it is uh, an accepted minig on Rosh Chodesh to bring an extra gift to the Rebbe, and we should not cancel this minig. The uh, the Mishnabura then goes on to discuss exactly what you have to do to make it into a Sudas Rosh Chodesh. He points out, for example, that when Rosh Chodesh is on a weekday, you should add one extra dish that you wouldn't eat on a regular day to show it's Rosh Chodesh. If, if it would be Rosh Chodesh on Shabbos, so to designate the fact that it's special, a special Suda Rosh Chodesh, again, you should eat one more portion than you would normally eat on a regular Shabbos. One of the interesting points is, what would happen if Shabbos is Rosh Chodesh? When we make a special meal. So the Mishnabura said add one me- one special dish. But the Rush quotes a Yushalmi, and this is quoted in the Bir Hetev in Simon Tafyotes, that if Rosh Chodesh is on Shabbos, you should actually make the Suda on Sunday. Because on Shabbos, you don't feel the special significance of a Suda. But the Suda's Rosh Chodesh that year could be done on Shabbos, on Sunday. The Bach says that's not Aminic. The Magen Avram says then it would be a good idea to extend your Sudash Lishit till Motzei Shabbos. Not end Sudash Lishit early, but continue till after Tzaysak HaChavim, in which point, in a, spe- in a certain significance, you've eaten on Rosh Chodesh a special meal. You've continued the Sudash Shabbos because of Rosh Chodesh, Nitin Rosh Chodesh. Of course, 
The problems of birchas hamazon in such a case are rather well known. If you eat a meal that began earlier, do you say yalaviyavo? Do you say rosh chodesh? The question is is compounded when rosh chodesh is on Sunday. And then if a person wants to eat a special Sudas Rosh Chodesh, you could de- decide, you could determine, could Sudas Rosh Chodesh be eaten at, at night? And then it would come out that you could actually eat Sudash Lishit uh, tw- as, as if it were two meals. One meal on Shabbos to fulfill, fulfill Sudash Lishit, and you continue the meal till after Tzayseh Kachavim, and you eat it, that meal for Rosh Chodesh. And then, of course, the famous question would be, can you say both Rasei and Yalev Yavo knows details of the halacha we won't go into now. But you see from here that there is a real concept, and not only a minag, like of Zevach Mishpacha that we saw by David, and not just a concept by the time of Kiddush HaChodesh, in the time when they did Kiddush HaChodesh when the Bezdin HaGadol made Rosh Chodesh, but we see there's a real din of Surah Rosh Chodesh that's quoted in the Shulchan Aruch as a separate simon. There's a mitzvah laharbos besudas Rosh Chodesh. So again, we see the customs of Rosh Chodesh, although they're not really rooted in the concept of a moed in the Torah, seem to be v'rashei These are the customs of the people. You see, of course, uh, the minig of the, of the community, perhaps most significantly, in the fact that we say halal on Rosh Chodesh. Now, we all should remember the story in the Gemara that someone came to a shul and saw that they're saying Hallel and he couldn't understand it. How could you say Hallel? It's not Yantif, it was Rosh Chodesh, but he saw no reason to say Hallel. So when they saw, when he saw that they only said Chatzi Hallel, okay, he accepted the minic. And we, we say, the Ramam says it clearly, that reading Rosh Chodesh on, on, Reading Halal and Rosh Chodesh is a minig. In other words, Mitzar Adin, according to strict law, Rosh Chodesh is not included in Parshas HaMoados. It's not a Yom Tov. Nevertheless, the custom of the people was to celebrate Yom Atzmodim, to celebrate Rosh Chodesh as a real holiday. I thought of saying Halal, special people discussed, so I said, I'm a real Freudian slip when I said Rosh, Yom Atzmodim. But nevertheless, let's go back to Rosh Chodesh. On Rosh Chodesh, the custom is somehow to treat it as, 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 as at least as a quasi moed. We have a, a, a special suda. Uh, there was a concept of Yisur Malacha. There's an idea of visiting the Rav. And here we see that saying Halil is a minik. The uh, Rav Salavechik, of course, wrote a masterful essay about Rosh Chodesh in context of a hesped that he gave for Rabbi Gold. My father originally printed this hesped in his sefer called Sion Menat Torah, and from there it was taken into other books and printed. Some did not acknowledge the fact that my father's was the first one that printed it, who received the manuscript from the Rav and worked on it quite extensively. And as I said, it was printed in the sefer called Sion Menat Torah, a sefer of drushas that my father printed many years ago. There, the Rav mentioned the concept of a, of, of Rosh Chodesh in describing the character of Rabbi Gold. And I won't make an attempt at all to discuss the content of that essay at this time for lack of time, but the Rav did point out an idea that he mentioned the name of Rabbi Moshe Salavechik, but then he said he found it afterwards in the Ramban and Sefer HaMitzvos that Simcha did exist in the Beis HaMikdash. We saw 
that in the Torah, there's no real specific halacha of Rosh Chodesh outside the Beis HaMikdash. In the Beis HaMikdash, there was a special halacha of bringing the Karban, blowing the Chatzotros, and it seems that there was a din of Simcha as well on Rosh Chodesh. And he quotes the Ramban that says that there's a din of Simcha Sashir ala Karban, and when when you have shira, when you have the musical accompaniment to the karban, that's because of simcha. And he said, Ela shemiyatu Rosh Chodesh begvulim. But outside the Beis HaMikdash, they limited Rosh Chodesh and said it's not a day of simcha, since it's not considered kadosh, in other words, according to biblical law, there's no isimalacha, there's no kadusha. But nevertheless, in the Beis HaMikdash, there was a simcha. It's interesting that we saw today the basic laws of Rosh Chodesh in the Torah, but nevertheless, the Tzibur, the community, somehow accepted the idea of Rosh Chodesh as a special day where they determined, perhaps in a sense, a much greater type of Simcha than we see on other days. And in fact, when the Navi talks about the problems of Am Yisrael. And in a way, Kaddish Baruch Hu's angered Am Yisrael, they use Rosh Chodesh as, a, as an example. Of course, we remember the Pasuk from Yeshayahu that we read in the Haftorah of the third of the Gimel, the Poronusa, Chadsheichem umoadeichem sananafshi. I despise HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I despise your Chodesh and Moed. Now Moed, of course, is Yantif. What's Chodeshechem? It seems to be Rosh Chodesh. It seems, I despise your Rosh Chodesh. When Hoshea says, Vishbati I will cause all your happiness to cease. Your holidays, your Chodesh, and your Shabbos seems to be the Paranus, the bad thing, refers to Chodesh, that we did celebrate Rosh Chodesh and this holiday will be cancelled. And of course we could end with the Navi promising us in the future that this Chag will be reinstituted on biblical proportions. Every Chodesh, every Shabbos will be reinstituted as a time when people come to the Beis HaMikdash before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, although there is a biblical law of Rosh Chodesh, it's been accepted as a Chag Amami, and we mentioned some of the of the special significance of Rosh Chodesh, some of the special characteristics that the people accepted upon themselves and celebrated Rosh Chodesh. Perhaps, as we develop as a nation, we will reinstitute a concept of Rosh Chodesh, where it will be more clearly felt by the community as a day of national simcha rather than absolutely required halachic simcha. Vayamidei chodesh b'chadsho, midei shabbat b'shabbatoh.